You are listening to WHOA Podcast, coming to you from Gainesville, Florida. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the WHOA GNV Podcast, the Coronavirus Sessions, where our temporary mission is to save as many businesses and jobs as possible by sharing how our fellow business owners and professionals are navigating the impact of COVID-19. I am your host, Colin Austin, and my co-host is Michael Dees. What's up, everybody? What's up, Colin? How are you? I like how short and succinct that is now. It's like, boom. Yeah, I don't have to do the <laughs> the big introduction. Like, it used to have like 10 words to describe me. Or Yeah, no, we don't have to do that anymore. It's coming back, man. As soon as we get back to the studio, <laughs> everybody look forward to those days. They're coming. Um, <laughs> you guys, so got to go into and thank our sponsors. Our sponsors make this show happen. Just super grateful for all of their support. Today's sponsors uh, Collier's International Gainesville. You guys, Gainesville's growing every day, and no one knows that better than the team at Collier's International Gainesville. They help businesses and investors of all sizes buy, sell, lease, and manage their properties in North Central Florida. Collier's Gainesville has the most local experience and expertise in town, plus the resources of a global firm to get your commercial real estate deal done, baby. So ready to get started on your next commercial project, see what they can do for you at colliers.com slash Gainesville. Just so grateful for y'all support. Thank you so much. Support this incredible sponsor. We definitely thank them. And we've got one more, our friend Brian Aurelio and team at Brooker Pest Control. Are you working outside a lot and want to control those mosquitoes? Brooker Pest Control has your back. Did you get a new pet like me while you're sitting here at this COVID break and now you're infested with fleas and ticks or your yard is, hopefully you aren't. Brooker Pest Control has your back. You're having a new home built. Well, you need to have it properly soil treated for termites with a damage repair warranty and Brooker's got your back. Give them a shout out at 352-378-2433 or find them online at brookerpestcontrol.com and you can check out Brian Ilio's episode on our podcast number 88. Uh, I, I still, that's one of the ones I I'll always remember because of the stories we got into both on and off recording. There, there's some hysterical things in the world of pest control uh, that you get into, but we're super grateful for Brian and his whole team at uh, Brooker Pest Control. And uh, please, please, please support both of our sponsors. Uh, we couldn't do this without them. Michael D's, everybody. See, I can talk. <laughs> <laughs> Great job, man. That was the first time he's the, the one of the sponsors on the coronavirus sessions, Mary. So I'm like, seeing how he did. I, I like even threw like a little little uh, hiccup in there. I was trying to dude, I I wrote that script. Did you like that? Did you get a new pet like Mike? See now now everybody knows I did it on script. <laughs> you can't just you can't just let the magic go. <laughs> you're, you're just gonna like <laughs> I mean, you gonna memorize all of that? Like that'd be tough, or like to all the points. I don't know. You're good, dude. I thought it was great, Michael. You did a great job. Two thumbs up. Thanks. Two thumbs up. Let's appreciate, let's go. appreciate. It. Thank you, Mary. <laughs> let's get it. you guys today on the show. We have my great friend Mary Mealy of Independence Independence Dance D A N C E Studios. That's right. I, I almost said it right. <laughs> <laughs> Mary, what's up? How are you? I'm good. I'm good. How are you guys doing? Doing good, it seems. Excellent. Yeah, <laughs> we're we're on a we're on a high right now of of podcast episodes. Apparently, so. How many coffees have you had? Uh, a few. Yeah. 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 <laughs> can't, can't tell, can you? <laughs> no. <laughs> some episodes have more energy than others, and this one's got a lot of energy. I'm feeling okay. it right now. Some ep- some episodes might have more than coffee, so you know. <laughs> we're we're recording from home. Anything goes, right? Yeah. 
five o'clock somewhere. <laughs> Maybe we should start recording them at like five, six PM when we're like you know, cocktail hour. Get everything go yeah. Hey. We should do one. I'm always down. I like that idea. We should do that. <laughs> so so Mary, like we wanna get into the episode. Uh don't I, I can just I can just talk about nonsense forever and I really don't want to do that. So um, so let's just get let's get right into it. You know, we're doing this because we really want to talk about the impact of COVID-19 on everybody. Um, you know, it's been super inspiring for me to hear all the different stories and to hear how people have adapted and how they're getting through this. So why don't you uh, take us back to when this really started impacting your business uh, for the first time, you know, several weeks ago when all this was going down and, you know, what was the initial impact for you and, uh, you know, what are some of the adjustments that you've made uh, accordingly? Yeah, so um, uh, I feel like I could tell this story over and over now, um, but uh, well, Mark, real quick, real quick. Sorry, because yeah. I always make this mistake. I assume that everybody knows like what it is, who you are, and what you do. Oh, sure, um, sure, so sure. Just, like the first like thirty to sixty seconds of like what what your business is. Okay, um, my name's Mary Mealy. I own Independent Studio here in Gainesville, Florida. This is the eleventh year of business. Um, we opened in 2009, and we offer dance classes, performing arts activities um, for babies all the way through adults. So we literally have, you know, as young as 18 months, sometimes a little younger with their parents, all the way up to we've had like an 87-year-old take our adult tap class and things like that. So basically offering um, the services to the families in the community of Gainesville, uh, you know, dance, acting, singing, just a fun place to be. Definitely a very very social, social after school activity. Um, so, you know, come March 13th, which was Friday the 13th, which I find very, you know, mm-hmm. um, appropriate. I had a five hour team rehearsal that I had to cancel and I never do that. And it was, it was when they had closed schools and said, you know, we're closing schools next week, a week early for spring break. And, um, you know, I had been following COVID. I'd been following what was going on. You, you have to being, you know, a business owner and things like that. But I knew as soon as the schools were closed, things were going to take a little dip for me, um, just because I kind of have to follow what, uh, for the most part, what the school board does. Um, and within two days, my staff and I just in pure entrepreneurship form, I just made a new business essentially is what it felt like. We started, um, we went into the studio that weekend. We didn't know if we were going to be able to be together, um, you know, all together in a big group in in a matter of days. So we got together and we pre-recorded over 20 classes. We did some TikTok um, challenges for the kids. We taped recital choreography and then we did a live you know at seven o'clock dinner time after dinner time we did a live chat with all of the parents that wanted to tune in just to kind of get hey this is what's going on we're taking a day at a time um yeah that's that's kind of how we leapt into action and then since then we now offer you know i don't know how many what week we're in week six week seven i'm not sure but um we have over 50 live classes this week that we are hosting. So that's kind of, it's kind of just built and kind of went up, you know, snowballed till like till now. Um, Yeah, that's what we're doing. That's who I am. I don't know if you want me to keep going about the challenges or. Yeah. I mean, well, you know, by the time this, this episode airs, it'll, you know, you'll, we'll be two months, 
you know, into this thing, well, well into two months into this thing, which which to me is like, doesn't it feel like it's gone by quick, Mike? Like, I just feel like, I don't know. I mean, yeah, it's like some parts of it, it feels like it's flown by and some parts of it seems like it's dragged on. It just kind of depends on where your perspective is. And I think that that can even change day to day, hour to hour. Um, You know, it's, it is, it's week seven for us. Um, And like you said, it'll be two months into it. And it's hard to believe that we're already into quarter two because it doesn't even feel like we've had a chance to run a run our business like normal this year so it's who knows time anymore you know <laughs> it almost it almost for me it feels surreal like I sit back and I start you know get ready for my classes for the day and I'm like I'm not driving to my business I'm not and I've been doing this for two months it's surreal how almost the new normal it feels for me um but yeah it has gone by really fast I just don't know where the days go sometime yeah, so that conversation with the parents and stuff, I mean, did you have people being like, oh, we're not going to be able to come to the dance studio, so we want out of our obligations to you, out of our, you know, we don't want our kid to take dance anymore? Like, was there was there any of that? Was, did you lose business? Like, what was what, yeah, what was um, that like? To, yeah, to date, we've lost at least a third of my clients, um, but talking in numbers, that's about uh, 75 babies, adults, children. Um, So we were, you know, we were up in the 220s before all this happened, which was, you know, we were, we were set to hit our 250 goal for the year of students at the studio, um, which is like a really good sweet spot, sweet spot for my business. And also March was the month that we were out of the red from our expansion we did um, last year, the later part of 2018. So basically the business was going up and then this happened and now you know now we're here and as far as the parents go um you know i just approached it with a very like transparent attitude with all of the parents and doing that live talk and getting in front of the computer and doing lives with them and just updating with what i know um i think that helped a lot i have um about 40 families that dance competitively and that are in 10-month contracts Um, And part of their 10 month contracts, part of their money goes to like the dance competition fees and things like that. So I was able to get back that money from those dance competitions. Thankfully, that's not happening everywhere. Um, And I was able to just apply those credits to those families um, for the money that they had set aside for the competitions that were canceled. And then as far as the majority of my students, I think it's just, it was a, it was a hit or miss. We had, um, you know, parents that of course came to us and said, my four-year-old is not going to have the attention span to take a ballet class in front of a computer or a TV screen for 45 minutes. She can barely do it in person. How are you, do you expect her to do this? And, you know, I said, well, I totally understand that, but you know, in two weeks time, if you come around and we're still in this and your kid is bored and they miss their teachers and they miss their friends, then come back to us and, you know, check it out and see, you know, give it a chance is basically what I've been trying to um, do. And so I would say I lost fewer students that way because they gave it a chance. I've had parents that have said, you know, online is just not our thing, but we believe in what you're doing and we want to support. We still have our jobs. We're lucky and we still want to support you. So we're going to keep paying tuition, even if you don't see us, you know, pop in those classes. 
And then, you know, majority was, you know, we're here, we're not going anywhere. My kids want to take dance class. They, their school was taken away, their social lives were taken away. You know, we don't want to take this away from them too. So it's been like a hodgepodge, a mixture, but overall I feel, you know, we're all in some kind of the same boat, you know what I mean? So the parents want to keep their kids in some kind of consistency and normalcy in their schedule. That's, yeah, that's right. I, I think one of the interesting things that's that I've seen um, come out of all this is this emphasis that uh, a lot of people are putting on into self growth. Uh, you, you see a lot of people, you know, friends on social media that are are taking up cooking. Uh, they're they're doing cocktail classes and stuff like that now. Um, is there is there a market for for teaching people like? you know, basic dance steps and stuff. My, my girlfriend's a phenomenal swing dancer. And I swear I was born with two left feet. Like, is there yeah. hope for me during this time that I could like at least be a little coherent coming out of this and dancing? Yeah, well, um, it's funny you mentioned that because our adult classes have been more had had higher enrollment than they've had in the past year. Because we've got a lot of the dance parents. Well, first of all, we're offering we have a private app for the studio that we work off of and we have all of our pre-recorded classes and all of our links to our, um, you know, zoom classes. And now parents are logging in and they're like, can, do you think, do you think I can handle adult ballet tonight? Yeah, take it, try it. And so, um, there's that, you know, they might've just been too nervous to kind of start this, you know, this late in the game. And then we've also got the people that are like, Hey, I was able to put Evie down to bed and now I can take conditioning and I can go for a run and take the adult conditioning class. And so, yes, there is hope. And I think that, um, this might be just an offshoot of my business that I had always had in the back of my mind that I wanted to have time for and wanted to kind of explore, but didn't have to time to do. And now I've almost been implanted into this world of, you know, you, you, what else do you have to do? Like, let's do, you know, we have more adult classes and more adults than we ever have. So I'm hoping moving forward, that might be something that we continue when all of this is over, when we go back to um, in-person classes, it might be something that we can offer, you know, on the evenings after bedtime and things like that. So that's, that's, cool. that's great. Yeah. yeah, and I'm excited to hear that. And let me know how much it costs to get Colin in a uh, in ballet. I'm all I'm all about getting him in a I'm ballet class tonight. I mean, well, you know, tonight. so like, it's funny because I I hear I hear you talking about this stuff, and I'm thinking to myself, you know, especially as an adult, you know, it, there's so much fear. You know, I, I see it with social media and stuff all the time. There's so much fear of judgment. People don't want to create content because they don't want to get the negative comment. You know, like going going to a class not knowing what you're doing and you know and like feeling like people are judging you or you know like it's almost like a lot of people just want to avoid it all together but mm -hmm. but here you know the kids are in bed <laughs> you know I can pull up a, I can pull up a class I can like watch content that's already created that you know that I don't necessarily I don't have to fear anybody like laughing at me because I do something wrong you know right. it's I mean, you're kind of getting past that hurdle. There, there could be some big opportunity there. It sounds, sounds interesting. Yeah, and we, and we tell the adults, especially the kids aren't permitted to do this for safety reasons and stuff. But for the adults, we're like, you don't have to show us your screen. Like if you don't want to show us like, right. you know, and, and the other bonus side to all of this is that, you know, we share our recordings of the of all of our classes that we do. We have kind of like a database, like a list going. And so if you couldn't make the class, you know, on Monday at 545, you can take it, you know, Tuesday at 10 PM, whenever you want or six in the morning or, 
So that's another thing too, is like the flexibility of it. That's been a positive thing. And you said this is stuff that you had thought about doing maybe before this started, or, or is this brand new yeah. idea that came out of this? No, there, um, it definitely blossomed very, very fast, <laughs> um, but uh, out of this, but definitely always something in the back of my mind, um, specifically like with our more serious students who, you know, um, are at the studio every day of the week and, you know, they have to miss that ballet class because they have a huge exam the next day or they're in the IV program. And I had always had those wheels turning of, man, I wish there was some way I could have like had a setup where I'm recording the class so they can just make it up on their own time. And that's kind of where the wheels started turning with that. And then also just the adult classes. It's, I know there's so many adults out there that want to dance. And like Colin said, it's just, it's a matter of like confidence and, you know, nervousness and getting themselves out there. And, you know, actually it's, it's the same thing as same principle as going to the gym, right? You have to have some kind of discipline to want to go and dancing is a little bit more vulnerable than, you know, going on a treadmill. So there's a lot stacked against it, but I wanted somehow to grow the adult program so yeah it was it's always been in the back of my mind but now that I see the I was I wasn't able to see the potential of it until this you know it's been a it's been a common theme of like these ideas that people have had brewing like in their head but it but it took like this virus to lead to the execution of the idea Mm-hmm. And like, and we've seen that in several episodes, uh, and like, including us, we've talked, us. Yeah. Yeah, we've talked about it multiple times with like the e-signature process on on scooters and doing all of the paperwork electronic. You know, we've always taken such we've we've always taken such pride in like our customer experience, which is a very face to face in the store experience, and uh, that we kind of avoided all this e-signature stuff to begin with like we, we always had it there we're like man wouldn't it be great if we just send this ahead and like do all this paperwork in advance and like have them sign everything but we never executed until now we had to now 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 that we have to because we can't yeah. see our customers face to face and it's so so it's just cool to see like other business business owners like yourself who have adapted and and created unique unique ways and experiences to continue to to build and invest in your company it's really cool yeah and i think it's important um i i guess that the, the other thing i've been trying to you know rack my brain is it, i had a lot of feedback understandably from parents that they're like this this is not what i signed up for i didn't sign up to do a dance class on my computer and i'm like lady, I didn't sign up for this either. Like, this is the last thing I want is to, you know, not be able to hug your kids or like physically correct, you know, their, their technique. And, but this is what we've got and we're doing the best with what we've got. And so we've just been, I've been doing everything I can to add value to all the online stuff. We do um, bedtime stories every week now with Miss Mary and I bring my stuffed animal or my dog, or we have different themes and we're all in our pajamas. We do, um, we do spa parties, virtual spa parties, where we actually make our own like face mask or, you know, we did a foot scrub last week. I mean, it's hilarious. And the kids just, they eat it up. They just need that social interaction. They see all their friends, they see their teachers. And, you know, as resilient as these kids have been, what I feel like they've been, it's just, it's kind of like amazing thing to see that they just crave that as much as you know we do and um yeah i mean we've got an 80s dance party coming up this friday family dance party 
So I call it 80s power hour for the adults, but the kids oh. come too. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I so want to be there. That sounds yeah. fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's so cool. I mean, that's, I mean, that's, and that's smart because you're continuing to invest into those relationships. And I mean, bravo, because it sounds like you've done really well navigating this entire thing. Um, got a, a few more minutes, but I want to, I want to hear about the TikTok challenges uh, <laughs> because I heard you mentioned it before and Mike knows anytime I hear the keyword TikTok, like I'm definitely going to chime in. Uh, that's TikTok. TikTok is definitely a platform that I'm fascinated with and um, I've talked about multiple times how it's multi-generational, you know, kids are pulling their grandparents in and you, you now have all these generations on, you know, creating content together, which is super interesting. And, uh, and obviously there's a lot of dance and music components to TikTok. Uh, so like, tell me, tell me, well, like, what are you doing? How are you using it? Yeah. Well, first of all, I, um, it, it was like a running joke, not just at my dance studio, but dance studios of, you know, around the country, you know, you see posts of, if you do that TikTok dance one more time at the ballet bar, I'm going to scream, you know, like they're like at the ballet bar, like doing all their stuff. And, you know, so it was like one of those things where we're like, we, we hated that we loved it, but we just had to embrace it. And it, and it was, it, it, it that was one of the first things we did when we all met on that Monday is all the staff that was there. We made up a little TikTok dance. We had two middle schoolers there helping us so that we would look cool. And um, <laughs> so they taught us a TikTok dance. We had Lysol. We did this whole thing. And then we said, we, we called it the hashtag do it your dance teacher challenge. And so since then, about every week, we do one or two um, do it your dance teacher and the kids love it. They've been duetting us and we have different teachers um, take over our TikTok every couple days and do their own thing. We did a tap dancing one. We did a turning one where they're just turning and turning and a musical theater. Um, we did a conditioning one, like it was like a plank challenge. So, you know, we've tried to do, we've tried to get on their level as much as we can. And they're probably doing more TikToks now than ever because of that, you know, being at home and the isolation. So we're trying to get on that level and kind of be in that space more just to connect with them on, you know, as much as possible. Yeah. You, you wouldn't expect this, but I have the same problem with my mechanics, uh, having to tell them to stop doing the TikTok dances at their lifts. So. Well, it's a, uh, our TikTok is independence three, five, two. So you gotta look it up. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna go. You guys can duet us. Yeah, we'll do, we All should right. totally duet them. That'd be hilarious <laughs> for everybody who's listening who's not a TikTok. Duetting is like when you can like see somebody else's video and you can like do the same video, do a dance like right next to it, and so so then it releases as a video of both of both videos being released at the same time. Kind of if that makes if that makes sense. You're basically duetting with somebody, yeah. um, and it's a. Uh, I don't know. It's, it's really cool. I've, I've, like I said, been fascinated with the platform. And of course, like, I think from a branding standpoint, I think it's great for, for a dance studio. I mean, absolutely genius platform to be on. Yeah. Um, so well, very, very cool. Well, I'm excited to check that out now. <laughs> I'm going to start like seeing my, the, the ones that actually I should just start duetting the mechanics when they do them and stuff, Mike. Yeah, I know. I know a couple of them would be super on board with that, and uh, I mean, they're always doing challenges to each other. So I'd love to get it like community wide or something. See if we can get it going. 
a community TikTok challenge. Yeah. I mean, I like it. Oh man, the brainstorm. I, I just keep going. I go from mechanics <laughs> to dancing to like get the entire community going. I mean, who knows? Yeah. Uh, anyway. So Mike, any last thoughts? Any last uh, questions? Yeah, no, I'm just, I'm just hoping like you got me, you got me excited. I, I don't, I don't think you realize how bad of a dancer I am, but I'm going to have to look, uh, you know, look you guys up and see if you can uh, change these two left feet into something a little bit more positive. So that's where my head's at. I'm, I'm, I'm counting on you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and Mary, so I'll, how about like just a word of encouragement or advice for anybody else, any other businesses that are listening that are navigating this, um, would love just love to hear what you got for us. Um, I think I know everyone's been using the word pivot and all I think about is Ross on friends when we say that, <laughs> honestly, that's what I keep thinking of. Yes. But it's, but the word, <laughs> yeah, the word now you're not going to be able to unsee it for real. Um, but the word I think, and maybe it's like no pun intended, maybe pun intended is just be flexible. You know, you have to just like mentally be flexible, physically be flexible in your space and just, you know, figure out how to adapt. Um, I, I, I'm so encouraged by the children. So I just want to share the fact that we as adults, you know, get discouraged and are brought down by all of this. But if you look at a child and, and look how much their ch world has changed in a matter of weeks and how resilient they are. Um, we could really learn a lot from the kids, just how they adapt and adapt to the change and are just, you know, hanging in there and doing what they need to do. I think that is really important. Absolutely. Yeah, I think that's awesome. And well, like on that note, you know, I just want to remind parents, like I've seen, you know, it, it's tough. Like I've seen a lot of parents who are now, you know, not only are they working from home full time and they're remote. And they still have all the normal stuff of dinners and everything else to worry about. But now they're like full-time homeschooling, you know, their kids as well. And, you know, I, I'm sure that I know how tough that is. And I know like there's some complaining out there. I would just encourage everybody to like really look at it as an opportunity to really invest into your kids' lives right now. Like a lot more, a lot more personal time. Um, you, you guys, parents are the influence. <laughs> That was my dogs. I don't know if he just. <laughs> <laughs> I have noise canceling headphones on. They're not coming to the studio when this, when we're back in session. <laughs> it, it was probably just a squirrel. <laughs> no, but uh, <laughs> uh, that's great. That's what I love about remote podcasting. Uh, but no, just like you know, parents, you are the influence in your children's lives, and now is like a time to really invest in into that time, and you know. Look at it, look I, at it, look at it as an opportunity and, you know, dance, dance with them, make TikToks with them. Right. I think, I think too, I see a lot of that too. And I don't have kids of my own. I have three dogs, <laughs> speaking of dogs, but, um, you know, I work with children every day and I can only imagine, you know, I get to send them home at the end of the day. Like I'm with you for four hours, but bye, you're going home now. And I, that must be so hard. I do, um, I am sensitive to the fact that now their whole, the parents whole, you know, roles have been added to, but as adults, I feel like we're equipped a little bit better 
for change and for um, things of this nature. And, um, you know, kids are very vulnerable and very, they're like little sponges. So we just need to be careful and um, like just what you said it perfectly is just be present and um, take the, take a little more time to, you know, turn off the computer screen and just do stuff as a family. Yeah. That's uh, it's good. I've been saying we've been, we've had more family dinners and stuff in the last, you know, month, two months than we have in the last two years, just because, you know, kids, they, we have that time. Like I'm, I've, I'm working from home. The kids have been at home. Shannon's been at home. So it's, it's cool. Yeah. I think it's the saddest thing would be to get through this and wish you had done something different with the time or made better use of it. So it's something I constantly have to tell myself too. you know, we're all human, but just, you know, use it, use it all the best we can. Cause it's not going to last forever. And you're, you're going to wish that you did something powerful with it. Yeah. It's good. Really good. So Mary, tell everybody where they can connect with you. We already got your TikTok handle, which I love, yeah. but like yeah. <laughs> if somebody wants to sign up for classes, if somebody wants to, uh, you know, <laughs> you guys on social media like do the adult yeah um, yeah so i post everything um every day we're we have a really big presence on facebook instagram snapchat tiktok i mean i've lost track at this point but we do post everything on there but our website has everything updated um with week to week with our schedule and our pop-up events and there's a bunch of different buttons you can click where it says register now online now so it's pretty easy to navigate um, and it's just independentstudio.com just the name of the business.com and that's where you see the schedule and what we're up to and of course you know email um, is quickest phone you know phone is being passed around my couple office staff so um, email is definitely the quickest or drop us a message on Facebook or you know through our website what was, that <laughs> what was that email one more time? Oh, independentstudio at gmail.com is my email address. Um, but if you go on our website, there's a contact form and all the emails go straight to us. Awesome. Well, sweet. Well, thanks for coming on and, and sharing all that with us. It was great of to course. see you. Yeah, it was I'm great. I'm excited to see how you, how, you, how you have been navigating this. And uh, I'm excited to see, you know, see you get through it and see all of us get through it and be better for it. Yep. And you guys, I expect to see you in our 80s dance party this Friday. 80s power hour this Friday night. I can't wait. <laughs> Colin loves 80s music. That's like his favorite. I do. So. I listen to 80s music all the time. I was listening to it this morning. So. Yeah. And I love power hours. So it all works. <laughs> there you go. Everybody world, there it is. This is the WHOA G&B podcast. The podcast bringing you businesses and individuals that make you go, whoa. Whoa. <laughs> you gotta like actually say it mary like oh sorry <laughs> <laughs> we will see you later everybody bye